Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Sear Interactive. Well, John? It's spring. Well, almost spring. Is it? This weekend, yeah. Mm. Actually, by the time this show airs, it will be spring. Well, I can tell you, it's nice. I ride my bike to and from work, and it's nice not having to wear my ear protectors anymore. I can actually go without gloves, even. I really need to see a picture of you with ear protectors on. It's just something that tells me that's going to be great. It's sad. Uh, it really is. <laughs> I got this great decked out uh, bike gear, and then I've got these stupid ear protectors that are uh, turquoise. Oh, it looks horrible. Anyway. Nice. Do you wear the little clips on your pants, too, and all that good stuff? Uh, I have to. Got to keep my pants. pants looking nice, you know. <laughs> all right. So I'll put that... that, that uh, High-end look, you know, I've got to maintain. So, uh, yes. <laughs> where are you at right now? I'm in Philly. I, I made the move to Philly. Actually, I'm outside of Philly in a little town called Bluebell. It's awesome. And you know what? I've decided that, you know, the one thing, I, I, I got back up north. I've been in Florida for a long time. And I realized the one thing I missed the most, rocks. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Rocks. There, there's stone buildings, stone walls. There's rocks, and, and in Florida, there's no rocks anywhere. The biggest rock huh. you get is sand, and it's like, wow! I just can't believe how much I like rocks now. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Wow, I haven't heard that one before. That's interesting. Yes. But you know what? I'm there, and I don't remember seeing rocks. So you yeah. got something there. Oh, it's interesting. All right. Well, uh, not sure if that's. Uh, Anyway, well, let's get right into this. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to throw uh, you off. segue there. <laughs> but, uh, although I guess these guys are between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> oh, that's um, a good one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, some guys, um, what's the company name here? I'm going to bring her up. Um, it's on Search Engine Land, and it's about a SEO company who, um, well, actually, they're. it seems they're called Bright Builders. They do... Uh, uh, web hosting, I believe, as well, and SEO and a couple other things. Anyways, they were just nailed with a judgment, um, and this is just nasty. Um, uh, I, I, I'm certain they didn't expect it because they didn't really have much of a defense. It appears um, mm-hmm. for 770 grand of fi- in fines for damages um, because apparently uh, they were helping to market a company that was selling counterfeit goods. 
Um, they claim that all they provided was sort of a, one of those one-off, here, this is what you need to improve on your site, automated things. Uh, right, right. But just the same, they're being nailed with it. And yet, this is the weird thing. The client who was actually doing a counterfeit only got nailed with $28,000. Huh? That's, yeah, that's so freaking odd. I don't, I get, don't that. get it. But it's definitely setting a, an interesting precedent. I don't know how well it's going to stick. Apparently, uh, there is some uncertainty around it because uh, there was such a meager defense. I didn't think that played a role in pre- setting precedent, but I guess it does. Um, maybe because it wasn't seriously argued. There's not enough for it to become a, a true precedent. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's not my area of expertise, but I thought it was pretty yeah. intriguing. I think the more you read about it, it's more the hosting side of them that kind of nailed um, than the actual SEO side of it. But they were doing both. So, well, it said here this uh, their work included helping with search engine optimization, so the site would come up under searches for Cleveland's the uh, the true per- true creator of this this products mm-hmm. trademark terms. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a lot of stuff there. I don't know. Um, in any case, I, I do think it's a pretty ridiculous judgment. Um, but uh, we've got to be weary of any kind of precedent that sets this example. I know I'm going to be watching out for it. Any more news on it? Yeah. Uh, it's just so. So it's like you know, there's been there's a, been a long time talking about you know what you're liable for and what you're not liable for on the web with sites you host. I think this is the first I've really heard uh, that you know you're liable for what you promote online. Yeah. If that's truly what it is, which makes it very unique to me. And very kind of scary too because you know does that mean you're liable for everything your client does which could be outside of your knowledge that's kind of creepy too yeah it's i was reading something in this article where was it at um internet intermediaries must be proactive to stop infringing sales when they knew or should have known that these illegal sales were occurring through one of the websites they host. I guess I assume it's market too as well. But so they're yeah. saying basically if you know that what you're selling is counterfeit, you're liable. Or if you should have known. So the burden of proof is on showing that they knew. Right. Uh, that's that I don't know, it was a jury that nailed them, so it's not like you know, it was a pretty significant trial. Uh why they had low end um <laughs> defense is beyond me. If it goes to trial, I mean, you kind of need real defense, but they're but, just so, trying to get uh, themselves dropped. Uh, again, I don't have any clue. You know, this company, Bright Builders, maybe they really were. You know, we've got a lot of underhanded people in our industry. You know that. So maybe they were on the darker side of things, and maybe they deserve what they got. Who knows? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm. I always seem to look on the bright side of things. I'm hoping they don't. You know, they didn't yeah. know, but, uh, you know, you're right. There's a possibility that they did that, uh, I don't know. In any case, it's, oh, oh. it's interesting. <laughs> okay, well, wait a minute. There's no way that they didn't know. Oh. The name of the website was copycatclubs.com. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that little tidbit. <laughs> yeah. What happens when I skim before a show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's pretty blatant. So I'm, I personally, I'm not real worried that something like that's going to happen to me or you because I know that we're much more 
you know, a lot, most of the people I know in the industry are, are much more above board than that. But if you're on the darker side of things and you're doing things like selling copycat clubs, this really applies to you and you better beware. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, anyway, if we had a whole other discussion, but I just wonder how they were, you know, if they say it's a copycat of this, is that fraud? Or maybe they're saying it was the but, same. But was, I don't know, but what they're doing is they're promoting it on the, the brand. So I guess one of the brands that they were promoting was, um, let me look, it said here a second ago. Cleveland. Cleve, Cleveland. So there's Cleveland is a brand of golf club. And if you're, if you're getting ranked above or near the actual brand and you're undercutting them price-wise and all that stuff, you're competing against them with their own trademark term, selling counterfeit goods. That's definitely in the realm of illegal to me. Yeah, well, it's counterfeit if if they say it's the same, but if it's a copycat, I don't know. I I'm just curious. It's an intriguing thought, but because um, I mean, Lord, there's <laughs> a lot of copycat stuff out there. Oh so yeah, I know. Yeah, and I don't think it's all fraud. But I mean, who knows? I guess that's what trademarks and all that joy is about. But in any case, yeah, let's get on to the next bit here. And this is something for me that you discovered the other day. I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, we did we did a uh, show last week, and one of the things that came up was um, discussion about page speed and, and the tools that, that that we have to look at page speed from Google and Yahoo and all that. And we actually had a discussion briefly. I think it might have been someone in the chat room that brought it up of whether or not the Google toolbar collects data for page speed. Um, and I think we, we both decided we both thought that we doubted it, doubted that it did. But then I had someone, um, Chris Cash, um, send me a message on Facebook, and he said he had an example where he's pretty sure that he can prove that the toolbar does send information to the page speed, and especially the page speed in Webmaster Tools where you're doing site performance. And his, his evidence was that he had a client, and the client's site had an administration area um, that you had to log into to get access to the pages and the data. And that, those pages were very slow and because they were automatically, there they were, they were, was a, a program that basically ran the back end of the system. Um, and they had it blocked um, by password protection. They didn't put any meta tags on the pages, no index, no follow, because it was password protected. Um, he started seeing those pages show up in the site performance section of Google Webmaster Tools. Um, and he said his opinion was the only way they could have got that data and that page speed data about those pages was through the Google toolbar. So I did some digging <laughs> and I found a couple of sources, um, one from the page speed tool uh, FAQ itself, where it talks about why does the page speed tool return different resort or excuse me results from those reported in site performance and webmaster tools. And then I also looked at the Webmaster Tools help page and found something where it specifically said that these URLs listed under page speed suggestions are based on pages crawled by Google. So I'm not going to read everything that's said in there, but basically looking at these two sections, to me, it, I, I kind of feel that those are very two separate you know, separate um, tools, basically. One, the page speed tool is a tool to measure the site and site performance in Webmaster Tools is a reporting of the actual measurements, if that makes any sense. So it's like page speed says these are your issues and, and site performance says this is your score. Does that make sense? Hmm. 
So then I, then I asked him a couple of questions about, are you sure these pages aren't blocked from spiders completely? Um, and they actually went in and added, when they first found this, they went in and added the meta tags, no, um, no follow, blocked it in robots.txt. But each of those activities would not prevent those pages from being seen by Google, just indexed by Google. Or So even the robots.txt that the page has already found is not going to help it because it's already there. So if you put the robots.txt in after the facts, it doesn't remove the page. It just means the crawlers aren't going to go to it anymore. Um, so it's, it's, very, it's a very interesting thing. Um, my one thought is it might not be the toolbar specifically because there is also the option that the page speed tool itself could be sending data over to Google. So if you have the page speed tool loaded into your browser, that could be sending, sending the information over just as easily as the toolbar. So. Yeah, that's true. And, 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 you know, Google toolbar and the page speed, I think, um, both had um, options to opt out of sending info to them. So, you know, there is info being sent. Very true. Um, you've got to assume they're going to use that. Um, how it would affect page speed and site performance based on the fact that everybody's connection is different, that's a different thing altogether. I don't know. Yeah. And he was going as far as saying, you know, we're going to rework our site. We're going to move the admin area off to a second, separate portion or a separate domain just to keep it so that those pages don't drag down the rest of the site. And my comment to that was, look, page speed is a very, very small factor. And if, if you're in a highly competitive market or, or working for highly competitive terms, then maybe improving your page speed will make a bit of a difference. But if you're not in a highly competitive market going after highly competitive terms, there's much better things you can spend that kind of resources and that kind of money on than moving your admin section to another site or domain. Um, it's not going to impact your results one way or the other, I wouldn't think. <laughs> no, not at all. And I think yeah. that... Uh, yeah, that's 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 when you get a little paranoid, and fair enough, you know. Yeah. If you're trying to deal with everything, I guess you could do anything you want to try and yeah. test. But there's certain things I would leave to very, 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 very last. Yeah. yeah. If everything, <laughs> if everything else on your site is perfect, then go ahead. <laughs> you need if something you else really to do. Want to. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I wouldn't do it. But if, if you really want to. Um, Okay. Well, you know what? When we come back, we're going to have a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about what tactics in SEO have their days numbered. I thought it was kind of intriguing to talk about this. certainly been enough stuff that's come around these days. And why don't we just uh, scour a few ideas? I think we can do that. All right. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. 
MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. CEO Coach. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Sear Interactive, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, uh, we were discussing uh, some well, interesting info that came through. Uh, it was one of our show listeners, wasn't it? Yeah, Chris Cash. Chris, great. Um, about uh, the Google toolbar and what information may be being sent. Uh, it was intriguing. Uh, rewind to hear that if you didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, well, what we want to get into now are what tactics have their days numbered um, in SEO. And the one we wanted to start with was one that well, is certainly getting a lot of debate these days, and that's uh, exact match domains. Now, exact match domains, to everyone that doesn't, don't know, are, um, let's say you wanted to be found under the term um, uh, <laughs> Cleveland Golf clubs, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find the domain Cleveland Golf Clubs. In these days, this algorithm, you would get a better ranking for that. Um, now, uh, that's just a, a known issue with Google's algorithm, and it's it's been so leveraged; it's a bit ridiculous online, to say the least. Well, let's, um, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about why that is, and yeah. what Google has to overcome to fix this problem. And it is sure. a problem. So. When you have an exact match domain, what you're really doing is leveraging the fact that a majority of people that link to a website use either the name of the website or the URL of the website to link to it. You know, that when you look at a link profile, if that's not a majority of the links you have for a page, then you're throwing off red flags because that's how most people link to a page or site, which is with the name. So if you have the, that your name is an exact match keyword, you have all these links coming in using that anchor text because that's the name of your site you're going to do much much better for that term yeah so um that's the basics of, of understanding i think that's dead on so <laughs> google has said that they they want to reduce the the ability of this uh, of exact match domains to, to well continue kicking ass online but uh, where do you begin right the, the, my opinion the best place to begin is to just make sure to uh, you know, once you see a certain okay, looking at your backlink anchor text. Okay, so these are the links mm -hmm. pointing to your website, the anchor text within them. If you see an overwhelming number of results, including one phrase identically all the time, it just start you. You would start to lessen the qual or the signal. 
you go, okay, this has reached a max. It can't go anymore. The rest of them going to get discounted. And then you look for others. Otherwise, it looks too fake. Um, that's just one element. You'd need other things to sort of prevent or safeguard that. But uh, it's my first instinct. I don't know. Where do you think I'm going to that? No, I, I don't think I don't think it's wrong. But what what Google's biggest problem with this is is it's it, there's two different types of people using exact match domains. There's marketers like us who are using it to leverage um, long tail or you know specifically long tail type terms. But then there's real sites and real brands that that are getting links for their real names like Cleveland Golf Clubs. I mean, if Cleveland Golf Clubs was their real website. People sh- should be linking to that with that term, and Google does not want to negatively impact people that, you know, that deserve those links. So that's where their quandary is, in my opinion, is how do you fix it for one without you know, really killing it for the other? Yeah, well, and that's where the safeguard. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Sure, you may be able to hear just how crispy the McDonald's crispy, juicy, tender chicken sandwich is, but that's just the beginning. The full crispy, juicy, tender experience comes after you take your first bite. But why stop there? Order ahead on the app and get medium fries and soft drink for free. Now that's a deal that tastes even better than it sounds. About 8, 30 to 9, 19, 10, 11 to 10, 31, and 1122 to 12, 12, 21. Valid one time per week. McDonald's app download and registration required. Cards have to come in, and, and this is where the brighter minds at <laughs> Google have their work cut out for them, because I can't even fathom the algorithmic issues they're going to have to deal with here. Uh, uh, I, was, I was really, really encouraged at SMX that they came out and said, we are working on ExactMax's domain issue. They know it's an issue, and they are actively working to fix it, which is great. Yeah, and, and it was, it's been pretty cool following a lot of the, the chatter about uh, the Panda update because um, – and, and for those that don't know about that, the Panda update addressed uh, duplicate content issues, low quality uh, based on uh, – uh, we talked about it last episode, but um, it's a latest update in algorithm, uh, Google's algorithms. In any case, uh, there's been a lot of chatter, and they were just saying just how hard it is to make these updates. and. And now that, and now that they've got so much data to sift through, they have to be careful not to completely alienate a section of their um, legitimate users. Um, it was it was very, sites. and they did. It was very interesting that even with the Panda update, after it was done, they put out a message. They said, "If you think you've been unfairly impacted by this update, please let us know." And they put a form up and everything for you to say, you know, submit your site saying, "Look, I think I've been unfairly," imp-, and they they would they were going back and using that information to improve their algorithm. Yeah, and I know. Um, I wish I could remember where this interview was. Um, it was really well done. It was with uh, Matt Cutts and his, uh, I guess his boss. I forget his name, but in any case. Um, he has a boss? Yeah, <laughs> I know, eh? It's hard to imagine, but he does. Um, and and they were saying that, uh, or I don't know, I guess the interviewer said, well, I heard about this one site that they said they were unfairly this and this and this. And, and uh, Matt says, oh, I know that site. No, we did it right. 
Okay, you know, Matt's a pretty fair guy. I'm sure he's talking about something straight. As long as he's telling people what's the problem, I think that's a good thing. Um, But the the fact is, they were almost celebrating, and then, well, they did celebrate. They named the thing after the person who discovered the algorithm would make this Panda update work. That's this person by the name of Panda. Um, uh, I wish I knew if that was his first or last name. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm totally curious, too. Um, In in any case, you know, when they implement this stuff, they sure do very carefully. You know, I wonder why. The Florida update. (laughs) Yeah, that that was when was that? Now was that two thousand five, five or six? Yeah, um, and that one caused absolute havoc because they put out an, up, an update willy nilly and just let it run. I mean, they didn't do much. They didn't probably did some testing, but nothing like they do now. Um, yeah. they but, probably didn't have nearly as many data centers either. <laughs> true, but the, the the timing of that update was what was killer. They did it in October, November, right before prime Christmas buying season, and businesses literally went out of business because they lost rankings and lost the business that they normally get through the Christmas season. Yeah, and I think I think yeah, that was bad. And Google, I think Google learned their lesson from that. They should have, and and they yeah. certainly seem to have. They're very careful with their updates now. I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. Um, luckily, I, I haven't had any clients get affected. By, I don't think any of the ones recently. Um, yeah, a couple of new ones have been affected by the content update, just because article promotion has been so large for most companies. But other than that, it's been pretty good. Uh, that said, you know, I think it also helps SEOs because we get more time to adapt. Uh, oh so yeah, it's, definitely. It's good all around. <laughs> yeah. I think think the main change they made after that update that was best was when they started doing rolling updates. Instead of doing one big update and everybody was worried about the Google Dance and what was happening, all the updates started rolling out over time, and there was never just one big update. Um, this one, we can look at it as a big update, but it's the only reason that they even mentioned it separately from any of the other updates is because it was impacting so many sites. They wanted to call it out and let everybody know it was coming. Yeah. Well, um, the next one that w- that's uh, come up actually is, is the panda update, and that's link building through content farms. Um, days are numbered on that if it's not already gone. Um, the fact of the matter is uh, content farms have uh, have taken a hit with the panda update. And uh, now that's because a lot of their content is duplicated. It's not they don't require that the content you submit to say easonarticles.com, article-dashboard.com, goarticles.com, none of these guys require exclusive content. It's being published somewhere else beforehand in most cases. As as a result, um, there's not a lot of value, you know, and Google is going to be penalizing that um, in terms of, well, to me it makes sense they wouldn't be giving link value. Now, I know David Ogletree ha- made a point that there's no proof of that yet and that he still debates that, uh, but it just seems logical to me. Especially, especially with some of the comments. One, one in particular that that Matt made recently, when went, and I wish I could cite my reference, but I remember reading they were talking about press releases. You know, press releases have been around way before the internet even was around. So press releases have been a long-standing method of marketing and sending out information about your know, product services. Well. When the internet came around, SEOs got a hold of press releases and said, we can use this for link building too. We're going to put links in press releases. That's very, very similar to article distribution and content farms, that kind of stuff, because you're sending out one article with some links in it, and it's getting distributed to many, many different places at the same time. It's a press release. Matt came by, and someone asked him specifically about that, and he and I wish I could give you the exact quote, and I'll look it up and see if I can find it. But he basically said, I don't think we would value the links in a press release. 
for that very same reason. So it's like, um, it's not just the content farms. It's not just article distribution. It's anything you do where you take a piece of content and you distribute it to a, a large number of places that, you know, they're going to look at that. They're going to see the links in that content and they're going to devalue them or not count them at all. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, I actually had a discussion with a client recently about press releases. Um, he wanted to go with PR Web in this particular package, um, and he was impressed with their SEO, the fact that they did all this stuff. And I thought, well, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in SEO. First of all, if you do get any bang, when by the sound of things you don't anymore, um, then it's very short. Um, there's one thing Google's good with is not putting any value in press releases for any length of time because it's a press release. It's generally news, and then it's gone. Right, it's mm-hmm. it's time is minimized. <laughs> it's uh, short lived. In any case, uh, um, he still went ahead with it though because he felt well. That's fair enough, but obviously there's another angle to this, which is we want more press. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so there's you know we shouldn't discount it just for SEO. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'm always cautious of, and I know you are too. Uh, you know it's it is a component, but you never do anything just for SEO um, unless it's. Uh, uh, very rare circumstances. We'll, we'll, it, we'll go back to your original question when we started this conversation. It's a link building through content farms and article distribution stuff. So as a link building tactic, it's not yeah. viable anymore. But as a marketing tactic, still great. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I would say that not in all cases will Google know it's a, it's a press release. So you're probably going to get a few links out of it. But it's nothing like it used to be. Um, yeah. uh, so that's a good thing to note. Now, um, will it definitely have its days numbered? I, again, there's no proof. Um, there's no proof that content farms have uh, devalued, had their link value devalued, but it makes all perfect sense to me, to me and, and by the sound of things to you too, John. So um, I would definitely put my money on content farms losing a lot of power for link juice. It's more like a reciprocal link now probably in terms of quality. And then here's another thing to keep in mind, though, when you talk about this. It's not just content farms where you create an article and you send it out and they distribute it. Um, a couple of the sites that got hit really hard in this update were like Hub Pages and Squidoo. So those are content farms as well, but they're, they're different. It's like um, if I want to go put up a Squidoo lens or a Hub Page on a topic, I can instantly and have some links on a relative page back to my site. Um, you have to do little things to make sure they get followed and all that stuff. It's not quite that simple. But those are also considered content farms because anybody can create any kind of content about anything they want at any time they want. Um, it, they monitor them and, and they delete stuff and they try to keep a handle on it. But both of those sites got hit hard in the Panda update. So that kind of tactic as well, to me, fits in the same same category. That and they, they just they reproduce content. So it's... There's nothing new about it. There's no uniqueness to it, short of perhaps the content concept. That's about it. Yeah. And I think the real reason those things, those sites got hit is not so much because of duplication of content, because most of the content that's on those, at least that I've seen go on those, is unique to to the page. The problem is there's so many pages on those sites that have basically you know, content of little value. So that portion of the new algorithm that talks about the value of the content, those sites have pages that have no value and tons of pages with no value. And as we found out recently that even if you have some great content on your site that's extremely valuable, if you have a bunch of content that has no value, it's going to impact the entire site, even your valuable pages. Or they want us to think that again. 
<laughs> yeah. Good point. Was, Good point. Yeah. Now, uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to quickly cover two other topics here before uh, we run out of the time. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Seer Interactive, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, we were discussing a couple points. on uh, It was exact match domains and link building through content farms. Uh, you know, the two tactics, we believe, have their days numbered. Uh, another one is article distribution. Uh, sort of the same concept we were just discussing, really. Um, yeah, I think we covered that pretty good. Yeah, we don't really need to add to that. So um, paid linking services is the next one, and there's a hot topic. <laughs> yeah, and I think we should differentiate between paid linking in general and paid linking services because there's no way they're ever going to stop paid linking as a whole. I mean, there's no way, you know, I could go to you, I could, I could come to your house, knock on your door and have coffee and say, hey, Ross, man, here's 20 bucks where you put a link on your site. And you say, sure, there's no way Google's ever going to figure that out. So – 
pay linking will never go away from that perspective. But the services that offer paid linking, you know, like the, the brokerage houses, like um, what are some of them, TLA and Conductor and all those kind of places. Link I think worth, yeah. Link worth. I think their days are very limited personally. I think they'll always be there. They're, they're going to lose a lot of market share. Um, that you know, market share. They're just going to lose the market. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's not going to be a lot of share left. <laughs> um, then again, you know, these guys are pretty smart. I mean, if they make oh, yeah. it, if they make it something that looks attractive and it, and it can, I hate to say the word trick, but in some cases, trick the lesser knowledgeable. They're still going to make a lot of money, and and, then, uh, and it and will work even- occasionally. You know. And there's even some of these sites that are evolving, and you know some of these companies that are evolving, and, and I won't call it any names, but I know of one, and it's not anywhere where I used to work, trust me, <laughs> but I know <laughs> one that is actually evolving their services where they now have a call center of 20, 25 people that do nothing, but do, um, they have a client come in, they say, okay, we want, we need links for this topic. They have a call center of people that get assigned. They do the link prospecting. They contact webmasters directly. They negotiate deals for on the client's behalf. All the all the links are put up manually. There's no programs or plugins or any of that kind of stuff to put put the links in. They do this all manually. Um, they don't ever put any more than one, possibly two links per website they find. They're doing it really well, but it's the same model. You pay me 20 bucks a month. As long as that 20 bucks keeps coming in, I'll keep your link up. But it's all done manually behind the scenes with a workforce instead of automated through these systems. So it's still going to happen. You know, They're just making it much harder for Google to find these services. And um, you know, they will be effective. And the I mean, price will go up. <laughs> and the price will go up. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot less, as a result, a lot less affordable for small business. And they're, I would say, the ones that need to be looked after the most these days because they need the, those links. Now, the big guys, obviously, are, are going to keep these other guys afloat. I mean, they, there's just no way they can get enough links unless they're doing really the kind of smart marketing that we recommend, which is creating viral content, creating all these things that build the links for them. But a lot of them are just too lazy to do that, and they just think they can buy their way in. And unfortunately, they can <laughs> in many <Yeah>. cases. <laughs> it is true. It's, um, it's like they have so – see, if you're doing link building manually, it's so labor-intensive. That's one of the biggest issues. And if you're a big company and you have to worry about costs, doing link building manually is a huge cost. It's, it's a huge drain on your budget. But if you can go somewhere and say, okay – um, I want to get a thousand links, and I can pay for them. And it's twenty bucks a link. It cost me twenty thousand dollars. If I was to pay somebody twenty thousand dollars to do it, I wouldn't get nearly as many links. So why not go ahead and just just buy them through the service? Yeah, that's what the, that's their thought process. Of course, the cost of buying them, you could get some people to write some really good articles, yeah. <laughs> and those will stand the test of time. And and you know, once you've paid that, it's there. Those links but are I, there. But I tell you what, uh, I don't even think good articles and good content is the best way to do link building anymore, even though it's still good to do overall, period. But for a link building tactic, I mean, you have to have resources on your site to link to. So you've you got to have the content. But just as, as a link building technique, just writing content is not nearly as valuable anymore. Um, with social media um, really evolving to what it has, people don't link to articles as much from websites as they just – 
links from Twitter, put it on their Facebook, and boom. So all the buzz you'll get around a great content article is going to be more social-oriented than it's going to be people actually building you links through traditional methods. But they still, so, don't need, they still need something to link to. It's true, true. I'm not saying you don't want to do that, but I'm just saying yeah. as, a, as a specific target you know, link-building tactic, just writing articles needs more than that. You can't just do that anymore. That makes sense, totally. Well, I think that's a good way to wrap up the show. Uh, we, we, we had some trouble putting something together today, but that those things like, came out to some pretty good ideas. And, and I'm hoping everyone's uh, learned a bit. I know that uh, it's been rather scattered over the last while. There's so much going on. So we're hoping to pull yeah. a few things together here, and I think this, this may have helped. Can I complain a minute? Sure. Nobody put any new questions on our Facebook page. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> we need some questions. You guys, you guys are great. You guys give us good things to talk about, and we want to we want to discuss what you want to know. So let us know what you want to hear, and, yeah. and we'll do it. For your free consultants, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just give us uh, problems you're having with your current rankings or whatever, and we're still waiting for um, submissions for doing a uh, uh, a live review of a site too. We'd love. I to think we that. had. I think we had one. Did we? Oh, I missed that. There's okay. one in there, yep. So okay, if, if we don't get any soon, we're going to go with the one. <laughs> wow. Hot damn. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, I, everyone, have a wonderful week. Um, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Inter- Seer Interactive, thanks for being with us today. My Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn. John's is at, at John, John Carcutt. Yep. <laughs> with two T's. The two T's. <laughs> hey, give, give, give out our Facebook page, too, just in case they don't know where it's at. Yeah, facebook.com slash SEO101podcast. And uh, that's, that's where you can go and post any questions. And also find out, you know, if, if we happen to miss an episode, which unfortunately has happened lately, you'll find out why and what's going on. And the, in this case, the last couple have been lost or missed because uh, Webmaster Radio moved locations. So they weren't running. It was a bit unfortunate. But uh, we're back up. Yay! so uh, we air every uh, Monday 2pm Pacific 5pm Eastern and uh, you can download us on iTunes.com and you can go to webmasterradio.fm to find that link so have a great week everyone we'll talk to you then next week thanks for listening everybody 